0: good afternoon everybody and welcome to your d1 t5 for friday afternoon august 7th my name is anthony Grazzi, and let's jump right into the most important things you need to know from in and around college athletics in five minutes or less In fall football decisions, Conference USA is sticking with its eight scheduled league football games while allowing members to play up to four non-conference matchups. It looks like MAC CEOs are meeting again tomorrow to discuss football. Yahoo's Pete Thamel reports that MAC coaches are open to a spring football season if that becomes the only option. The spring option is being pushed the hardest by Northern Illinois. The position of Northern Illinois is a key variable going forward. The Big Sky made its postponement official, and Commissioner Tom Wickstrel pointed to the NCAA's COVID testing requirements as virtually impossible. According to Montana State Athletic Director Leon Costello, his program is still holding practices, while the department explores the potential for a non-conference schedule and a possible spring season that includes playoffs. James Madison has suspended its fall football season, citing the impending postponement of the FCS championship. James Madison is now shifting its focus to exploring a spring football season. In talking to a few FCS coaches, ESPN's Adam Rittenberg reports that a model is circulating for a potential spring season that would include eight league games and then a 16-team playoff ending around Memorial Day. Tracking backwards 9 or 10 weeks from the start of the playoffs, this season would start during the first two weekends of March. Yahoo's BTM reports that key items being discussed by the Football Oversight Committee include how many games constitute a season from an eligibility standpoint. Does the NCAA give a one-year eligibility extension to fall athletes like they did in the spring? How would that work in football if schools decide to pay for scholarships Would seniors not count against the 85 scholarship limit like with spring sports? And could these decisions influence athletes' choice to opt out? In an open letter to Buckeye Nation as a response to the hashtag Big Ten United movement organized by College Athlete Unite, Ohio State football captains express confidence in the university's COVID-19 safety standards and acknowledge that the team has chosen to be here and wants the chance to play this fall. While the letter doesn't criticize the intent behind Big Ten United, it states plainly that the movement doesn't adequately represent the Buckeye student-athlete experience and is complimentary toward athletic director Gene Smith. The letter saying, quote, we respect these thoughts about safety and protocols may not be shared by all student-athletes across the country, but as Ohio State Buckeyes, we stand with the decisions of our athletic department and conference. In return to campus and competition updates, Syracuse football student-athletes elected to sit out their first preseason practice on Thursday due to COVID-19 concerns. In a series of team meetings with head coach Dino Babers and athletic director John Wildhack, players shared their apprehension that other ACC programs and non-conference opponents won't adhere to the same safety standards as Syracuse student-athletes. Charleston Southern also canceled its first day of football practice after players shared concerns about the department's COVID protocols and safety standards. All future fall camp practices are now to be determined. Southeast Missouri State has temporarily suspended football practice due to the uncertainties in this ever-changing environment and will resume training when it is appropriate to do so. Michigan reported six positive COVID-19 cases out of tests conducted on 435 student-athletes, coaches, and staff between August 1st and 7th. To date, 1,440 personnel have been tested with 35 total positive test results. The SEC has released its initial medical protocols for fall sports. On testing, the SEC will use a third party provider for consistency in surveillance and pre-competition testing, require football, volleyball, and soccer student-athletes to receive at least two PCR tests a week, three days prior to competition, and the recommendation for an alternative third test a week, and cross-country student-athletes to be tested once per week, three days prior to competition. All coaches, staff, and non-competing personnel will wear face coverings on the sidelines as well as cross-country student-athletes at the starting line. Additionally, each institution is required to designate a COVID-19 protocol oversight officer who will be responsible for education and ensuring compliance with the SEC's COVID-19 management requirements. While Clemson head football coach Dabo Sweeney has long opposed implementing a pay-for-play model, he recently expressed support for revenue-sharing in college football as long as financial payouts are tied to graduation. After Big Ten and Pac-12 student-athletes launched a push for change over the last week, Sweeney saying, quote, I've always been in favor of giving guys a lump sum. I've always said it's the modernization of the scholarship. According to Sweeney, the Tigers have hired an outside marketing firm to assist players if and when NIL rules are passed. Minnesota has launched the United Are We fundraising campaign in an attempt to offset losses of up to $75 million if fall sports seasons are canceled. As part of the campaign, season ticket holders will have the option to exchange unused tickets for charitable donation. A pair of personnel notes, North Carolina baseball head coach Mike Fox will retire after leading the Tar Heels for 22 seasons, leaving as the winningest active coach in Division I baseball and the first to lead an ACC program to four consecutive College World Series. Associate Head Coach Scott Forbes will take the reins as the 25th head coach in program history. Liberty President and Chancellor Jerry Falwell Jr. is taking an indefinite leave of absence, effective immediately. And that is all for your D1 Team 5 for Friday afternoon, August 7th. Be sure to check your inbox for more updates on what is going on around the nation and in and around college athletics. My name is Anthony Crossy. Have a great weekend, and we will see you next time.